This first story is about a hard-boiled pig boy, hard-boiled from a life of hot water. Here's what gives. three o'clock on a Sunday afternoon. I knocked on the door for what seemed like three seconds. I remember thinking, what gives? Finally, a little girl opened the door. From the look on her face, I could tell she had been crying. Mommy says no more reporters. Save the guff, I replied. I'm here to find out who murdered her father. I muscled my way into the kitchen greeted by the victim's bawling widow. From the look on her face, I could tell she was still in the process of crying. I'm not made of rubber, so I placed my warmest hand on her shoulder and said, There's no need to cry, Mrs. Patterson. I'll find out who butchered your husband. Before viewing the crime scene, I sat down and asked a few questions. You call this coffee? That one usually gets a laugh, but in this case it didn't work because she had an off from Yeti. I pressed on. Mrs. Patterson, do you have any idea who the perp was? What's a perp? She asked. Is that short for something? I honestly didn't know. So I said, my patience is growing short for your nagging questions. She took me into the living room to view the crime scene. The sight of the blood-soaked carpet made her break down in a convulsive sobs again. How could anyone? I... I didn't... I never thought... I placed my warmest hand on her shoulder and said, I don't understand what the hell you're trying to say. And what gives? But men, too, can cry. Believe me, I tried to do what they trained me to do in private dick school where I learned to survey every grisly crime scene with the dispassionate eye and the depth of observer. Reacting each sign of human cruelty with an odd combination of amusement and watered-down pity. But I'd been at this for too long. And after scanning the room with its wall-to-wall gore, I fell into a fetal position and wept uncontrollably. Then I vomited all over the evidence. 
pull it together, Tiger, I thought. Minutes passed as I took in deep breaths and wondered if it was too late for a career change. But at this point, what else could I possibly do? I'm too young for retirement and too old to finish elementary school. I'm too dumb to be an astronaut and too shy to be a fluffer. When I was a kid, I wanted to be king of the moon. Now I just settle for anything that puts a hot sandwich on the table. What happened to that ambitious young man who grabbed opportunity by both buds and squeezed until blood came out? It's amazing how quickly- Are you just gonna lie there? What the fuck do people hire you for? It was the widow. I'd forgotten all about her. I got up, dusted myself off, and tried to give her a weird hug. But she recoiled. What do these people want from me? The thing about cases like this, Mrs. Patterson, is they have a funny way of solving themselves, I said rather lamely as I made my way to the door. But then I met eyes with that little girl. Other men might have been unaffected by her tears. Hell, most guys would have kicked her in the face. But the Lord, that old jokester, saw fit to saddle me with a conscience, so I couldn't leave without doing something. I walked back into the living room. <sighs> Mrs. Patterson, are you seeing anybody right now? Porks. This is Ken M. and Mike Kosak, and we'd like to take a moment to thank our very first sponsor, Proud Cloud Mattresses. Very grateful to hit the ground running with their support. Now don't forget, use the promo code EPORKS15, that's E-P-O-R-K-S 15, for a 15% off discount on your first mattress purchase. Johnson's goddamn war anymore. Except for the ghosts. Soon as I hopped on the freedom bird, I prayed into a godless night that I could leave it all behind me. Instead, I spring up into the silence of my bedroom. <sighs> what I'd do for just one night of sleep. 
that's when I discovered Proud Cloud's new Peaceful Z's mattress. With Peaceful Z's, I can finally get the R&R I was looking for, and without the gonorrhea from the skivvy house. Now we ain't talking about no rubber lady with a fart sack. This here is a pocket-sprung mattress that's fit to set your blues on. Go on. I fuck this rack all day long. You'll find nothing but quality gear. And it's made right at home. With a ten-year guarantee. Of course, nothing was guaranteed in Chulai. Alright, every swinging dick here. Grab a hat and get in the deuce and a half. Oh, now let's get it squared away. Jerry, you're with me. LT's got us chasing our damn tails again. I threw my stroke book into my ditty bag along with some fresh skivvies and shit canned some half eaten chow. Soon we'd be eating some lousy beans and dicks straight from the crotch. Now, Dee Dee Bow, man. Pick it up, you shitbirds. zone and sweep for an LZ. No time to be diddy hopping around. Even still, that's when it all went sideways. I sapped in the shit. I bet Nixon would shit himself if he had Something's gotta give. This is working class Nero. Hey, Billy. Look at that one. Hey, smile for me, sweetheart. 
see that? She looked at me. Still got it. Uh, hey, Frank. Let's go. We're gonna be late for work. Right, Billy. Relax. Just gonna have another smoke here and buy a couple of scratch-offs. I'll be right up. It's the company, man, huh? I'm a like you, Mahmed. Of uh, two golden boys and squeeze some hot sauce in them shits. And uh, let me have uh, two lucky ladies and a uh, pot of gold. Suck is still working hard. <laughs> Chumps. Hey, Eddie. Frank. <laughs> still banging your wife? <laughs> Come on, Frank. <laughs> no? <laughs> Who else has a little love in the heart for me? Frank? <laughs> the boss wants to see you. <sighs> Jeez. Look. I told that dunce a million times. The Johnson file is going to be in on Thursday. <laughs> he needs to go down to his spot and get his goddamn ears cleaned. Oh, jeez. You think everything's going to be okay, Frank? <laughs> Billy, relax, all right? I got this, okay? Uh, just wait for me to have a smoke. I'll be right back. Hey there. Uh, here to see the boss? Mr. Cooper, you can go right in. Thanks, sweetheart. Uh, you know what? If I get a promotion, uh, I'll take you out for a hot dinner. How's that sound? No? Yeah. Suit yourself. I'll be right back. Hey, Frank. Come on in. Have a seat. Can't get you anything to drink? Water? Tea? Sure. Uh, beam on the rocks. And if I light up? That's not what I... Hoo-hoo! <laughs> wow. Look at that view. This is some office here. Is that our bodega? That reminds me. Run out of toilet paper. <laughs> uh, look... Frank, I wanted to see you because... Yeah, 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 I know. It's the Johnson account. Look, I took care of it. No, Frank. Listen. Listen. You need me. Frank. Look, <laughs> I know it's hard to know what's going on downstairs when your head's up here in these clouds, but I'm in the trenches down there, and I know every inch of them, baby. For instance... Did you know Billy didn't bring his packed lunch last Tuesday? I did. 
That's why I gave him half my PBJ, and we powered through that shift like wild stallions. Look, I appreciate that, Frank, but... It's the weather like up there in your ass where your head is. Excuse me? Y yeah. I know full well you got an ivory tower up your ass. It's been there since you got out of Harvard, lodged right against the silver spoon you eat your caviar off of. But out there? Out there? In the real world? It's big, round brass balls clanging together. Knee-deep, sweetheart. What is, what is that even? Do you even know what it's like to juggle those balls around? Huh? Of course you don't. You're getting your parking validated down on Easy Street. Meanwhile, young Billy got a strip of pregnant. And I gotta clean up the mess. Now I gotta jiggle your wiffle balls together? <laughs> this guy. Frank. I mean, what kind of fucking balls you got? Telling me how to manage this fucking mess we got down there? Did you know Margie's cat's birthday was just this Monday? Do you know who made the cake out of livers and gizzards? You're looking at him, that's who. So once you've got it wrapped up here in your diamond-studded penthouse, come try your hand at rapping with us common folk. Okay, honey? Frank. Now, if you excuse me, I gotta go make some striking dog sculptures out of your lousy fly-ridden dog shit. Frank. Why don't you call me when you have something really pressing? Okay? Later, toots. Oh, uh, hey, Frank. What's in the box? No, Billy. Didn't you hear? Turns out I got a promotion. Now I don't have to work at all like our beloved leader upstairs. What do you mean, Frank? I'm 86, Pally. Out of the plate. I got my walking orders. No. Oh, jeez. Frank. <laughs> Shh. Don't worry. I'll land on my feet. Besides, I wasn't cut out for this law firm bullshit anyhow. Too many dimwits for one building to handle. All right? <clears throat> hey, everybody, can I have your attention for a sec? Go fuck yourselves. See you on the flip side, Billy. <laughs> Thanks for listening to our first episode of Exquisite Porks, otherwise known as Hog Squeals at Porks, or even my ex's Squeezer Pork. But seriously, folks, we thank you for listening and would like to give a big thank you to everyone who helped make this possible. Exquisite Porks' original sketches and music were written and performed by Ken and myself. And now, Ken, do what you do best and send us out. This is Ken and Mike inviting you to enjoy our next episode next Friday. <laughs> we'll see you back in the trough, folks.